Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Objective. Today is the Thursday Collective, and we got a full house-ish. We're going to be talking about uh, the NoFap movement, which is a organized, semi-organized movement of people, uh, mostly congregating on the internet, I hope, who uh, discourages men from masturbating. They see it as beneficial, so there is an egoistic uh, premise behind this. They're saying it, your life will be better if you don't masturbate. And uh, there's a lot to get into there. We want, we definitely want to know what you all think. So definitely uh, comment in the chat and send your super chats for special uh, priority in reading your comments. Uh, I'm here with two guys who um, I certainly hope are not uh, fapping as we speak. Uh, first, we've got uh, actor Mark Pellegrino. Hands, please. Can we see the hands? No, you can't. I'm busy. And then we've got a guy who luckily is uh, sitting properly with his uh, hands where we can see him. It's Nikos Sotirakopoulos. So since it was the topic was my idea, let me do a short introduction on why I think it's an interesting topic. First of all, if you think it is a fringe topic, think again. The NoFab community in Reddit is close to 1 million members. And to put this into perspective, it's a bigger community than the intermittent fasting community. You've probably heard of intermittent fasting. It's a trend. It's for both men and women so that the NoFab, which is mostly related to men, not exclusively, but mostly, has almost a million members, tells you something. So what is this about? It's about abstaining from masturbation, but more, perhaps even more importantly, from porn, from porn and masturbation. So it's what they call PMO, porn, masturbation, orgasm. Now, why... According to this community, you should abstain for these, from these things. One, because porn has become an addiction, or at least this is the argument, and you hear this argument more and more in circles around self-development, but also in terms of why not masturbate even without porn, the idea is that it is a release of one's energy without a proper reward or as Jordan Peterson put it, because he has also talked about this, it's instant gratification. It's gratification without putting in the work, for example, to attract someone from the opposite uh, from the opposite sex. So the way Jordan Peterson put it, if women constantly reject you, this should give you a hint. This should give you a message that you need to work on yourself. But if you just go and uh, to porn and you have all these uh, billions and billions of, uh, of different uh, avenues and different results that you can see, except from all the bad thing that makes to your brain that you get desensitized and all that stuff, also it keeps you away from putting in the real work that you need to do on yourself to go out and meet a real person. So this is in very, very general terms, the discussion around no fab, not to be confused with semen retention, which mostly means not ejaculating while having sex. So the no fab community, there's some, there's some, uh, how, how you call it? Uh, some crossover. of the people, there's some okay. crossover, but today mm -hmm. we focus on the, on the no, on the no fab. So the critics I... say, 
Okay, before we go to the well, community. I'm just curious. Yeah. A sidebar here: th th yeah. there's a part of section of the, that community that says don't ejaculate when you have sex. Like even that's too uh, indulgent. They're saying. Yeah, but that has to do with various uh, spiritual practices that mm -hmm. claim that uh, you keep the energy in, and mm -hmm. then you can have sex for hours, and you can have actually multiple male that it unlocks the secret to maximum to sorry to multiple male orgasm. But not let's not enter this. Okay. rabbit hole let's keep it in the no fab because it's it's again it's kind of distinct rational okay. the one from the other you were saying the critics well yeah the critics could the critics say that a that the arguments of no fab are based on uh, very dubious uh, scientific claims so people claim that no fab has all these uh, benefits in terms of one's energy one's uh, charm uh, the fact that they, they that they have more mental clarity, particularly after abstaining for more than a month, and various other things. Now, the scientific community, uh, the scientific community, there's a lot of discussion on whether you have to actually ejaculate in terms of uh, male prostate uh, health. Let's leave this aside. The jury is still uh, out on that. But the critics say that the the benefits that are claimed for no fab are mostly a placebo effect and of course there are the critics who say that all this sphere is related to uh, the manosphere or to incels but this is mostly critics who whenever they see men congregate somewhere online they think something suspicious, suspicious is happening but i'm just putting it down there putting it out there and of course there's also the criticism that i suspect might find sympathetic ears to some objectivism that there's some there's some guilt related to masturbation which almost has religious roots that it's it's kind of this old it's all this old stereotype coming back now in a new in a new dressing so these are the wide uh, this is the the wide picture putting it on the table and interested to hear what's your take um, I mean, I think objectivists would also recognize that uh, being selfish is not mindless self-indulgence, to quote John Galt's uh, speech. Um, it is, you know, so, yeah, like going to the gym and sort of putting yourself through torture. It is part of being selfish rather than just taking a pill that makes you think you you've worked out and are muscular. So I, I definitely uh, I'm, I'm sympathetic to where these people are coming from. But my initial reaction is I would definitely put pornography in one kind of have one discussion about that. And then masturbation without pornography as a subject of its own, because um, my opinion and, you know, a lot of young men look up to me. So, you know, I'm going to use that responsibly here. I think um, uh, taking a break from pornography or sort of trying to do away with it, I think, is a positive change you can make in your life. But I think, you know, masturbating equipped with nothing but your own imagination, I think, is what the Jews would call a mitzvah. It's uh, it's a good thing because it takes. It requires some kind of mental effort, some kind of um, it's not it's not easy. It's not as easy as just looking at porn. You got to okay. sort of go there mentally. And it's and it, it I think it um, it causes you to sort of remember your own attractiveness, your own um, your own desires. And I think it's good for your ego. I think so. I think um, uh, getting yourself off when you're by yourself in, you know, in reasonable quantities at when it's at times when it's appropriate, I think is a healthy thing to do. And I'll even add, and if you use your non-dominant hand, that's an even more, a bigger mitzvah 
because you're, it takes more effort and is less instantly gratifying. Mark, you look <laughs> like you have some thoughts. I love that. Yeah, you also, you know, you, you burn new neural pathways in your mind when you're using your non-dominant hand in that scenario. So it's, it's, uh, it's positive all the way around. I love the way the stand, I love the way the standard is the number of obstacles you have to overcome somehow, or the amount of work you do um, somehow makes the practice justifiable. And if it's easy, uh, it's, it's not good. Um, look, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm 57 now, so I'm not a 20 year old man the way, the way I used to be, but there were times when that practice uh, was very helpful for clearing the mind before you know, interactions with the opposite sex. Because when you're a young man, clearly that is a dominant theme of your life. It's not just work and purpose, it's uh, women and the, or the opposite sex and sex itself is a very dominant feature. You know, you've got the, you're at the peak of your sexual life, your hormones are very high. Um, and sometimes a release valve is, is, is a very helpful thing to help you think clearly and actually focus on values instead of just whatever is superficially drawing your, your animal self to that other person. Um, so I could, I could see it as a, as a very good thing, as a very healthy release. I think, I think sex is great. I don't think you should abstain from uh, ejaculate. I think the Kama Sutra elements of it where you're abstaining for greater gratification for you and your partner, I think that's awesome. Uh, but I don't think you think abstaining from ejaculation qua abstaining is, is necessarily physically healthy at all. I think, I think you should be doing that as frequently as you possibly can, as much as your sex drive enables you to, I think that's healthy. And uh, I see the connection with pornography. Pornography can be a good thing and like any, a bad thing. It depends on quantity. It depends on when and where you're using it for what purposes. And if it's dis distracting you from productive life, it's become an addiction and or your ability to connect with others, then it becomes a bad thing. You know, in, in a way we can use Aristotle's golden mean, which I don't ordinarily use as a standard for something like this. You know, it's the quantity, it's the, quali and the quality and, and what it's doing for your life. It can be a positive too. You know, especially for people who can't find connected relationships with others, they should be doing the work on the outside, but it can give them a, a, some, a, a release that can prevent a pathological expression of their dissatisfaction down the road. Yeah. Now, in my reading of Aristotle's ethics, I got the impression that uh, his golden mean is, is, is somewhat misunderstood often that like he's really saying put things in context rather than saying everything in moderation. So yeah, part of context is the proper amount, but it like, I think people are, are sort of, uh, they, they sometimes mistake him for like saying like, find the two extremes and then, and then go to the middle. Uh, and I'm not saying you were saying that Mark, but it just comes to mind because yeah, like everything's in context. Like there is a, a, you know, the question is like, what do you, what do you want out of life? You know, do you want to meet a partner and all of that? Then yeah, probably masturbating every day constantly is not going to help you get there. But um, but do you but 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 if you kind of visualize what a full good life looks like, probably some masturbation and some time out of the house, you know, meeting people are both sort of a part of that. Okay, let me make the case on why I find uh, some appeal 
to to this uh, to this movement. First of all, I don't necessarily share your context. I don't enjoy the sport uh, that much. So I think sometimes. Well, anyway, that's not the that's wait, not the point. Wait, which wait. sport? Yeah, what sport are you talking about? Well, uh, particularly this uh, this point that you made that it puts your kind of how you see the opposite sex. It puts it in its right kind of uh, on on its right proportion. There's there's this famous scene from uh, there's something about Mary that the guy yeah. masturbates yeah. before he goes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I I never go. I don't get that scene, and I don't think it's a good. Uh, I don't think it's a good uh, uh, predate uh, advice. I think it should be the opposite. You should go with full understanding of the energy within you, and you should just figure out where it comes from and whether it's uh, directed. That's the one thing. Whoa, 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 whoa! I disagree totally. The only thing I disagree with that scene in Something About Mary is that he couldn't find his ejaculation until later on. She used it as hair gel. Um, he, 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 I mean, there's a number of reasons he did it as, as a young man, not just to keep his context clear, but probably to avoid if, if there are any potential future social interaction, uh, sexual interactions between the two of them later that night to prevent, you know, the, the embarrassing preemie. You know, he wanted to make sure he was, you know, he, he, he had the stamina to continue. And I think, I think a lot of guys could relate to that in their, in their early twenties. Yeah, we all did. But in, again, in retrospect, I think this movie has done more harm rather than good, but let can me I, say two more. Can I, two... can I comment on there's something about Mary there? Cause I, I see yeah. both sides on one hand. It is true that like, if you're not trying that hard and you're not that interested, it makes you look kind of more attractive because you're like, you're not that eager or desperate. So like, I see, I see the point of that advice that uh, Dom gives Ben Stiller in the movie. But at the same time, you're going into a date, you're going into an interaction. You want to, you know, have some spunk in you. So to pardon the literal pun. About that. It's like, it's like you're going out with Cameron Diaz. You're going to be distracted by every physical element that she's presenting to you. And you want to be a little bit more. It's not even like you're disinterested. It's just that you're not, you're, you, you can look now past that into what values is she presenting me a little bit easier because your body isn't presenting the obstacle. You know, your, your lust, which is a great thing, isn't presenting as much of an obstacle to figuring out what that person's really all about. Right. Because I, I, mean, I understand. I think I get where you're coming from, but I'm going to go a step deeper and say, when you are just done masturbating, you're not really sure why you're on this date altogether now. Like you're, you're, wrong. you're, Wrong. Maybe it depends Wrong. on the person. Depends on the person. I'm just saying, like, they're they're uh, having some sexual desire and a little bit of nerves. I think is a little bit of a good thing. And the way to get past that is practice and get to a state in life where Cameron Diaz is not making you afraid. You're having sex four or five times a day. Sorry, that's the that's the way it is. If you're sexually active, you know, you're you're doing it quite a bit. Um, you know that that release, I think. <laughs> enables you to have a little bit more longevity mentally and physically. So anyway, uh, Nikos, we interrupted you because. No, uh, it's okay. So uh, let me just say before, from now on, before we host the show, I want everybody to go, you know, set aside 15 minutes to, you know, clear out your, um, you know what, and then we can have a better show because we're not so focused on the sexual side of life. Go ahead, Nikos. 
But no, but that's look, we're all three here together. I don't think we're sexually attracted to each other, but we might have to do that if the case, if, if there were, you know, a different case, if, if, if there were someone on the panel with whom we had, you know, a connection and we were in person, there was a physical proximity. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, letting off a little steam so that you could be a little more rational in the moment. Look, we all agree that there's nothing wrong in terms of, so we're not here making the religious claim that uh, we're doing a scene. The point is, the point is, and that's why the title of the show is the one that it is, is why has it become a thing? And here's my explanation that they're so, and, and I'm sympathetic again at one point to the movement, and here's why. There's so many young boys, so many men, that they completely lack the notion of agency, that they can do things, that they can achieve things, that even this small change, even this small victory, that they perceive it as victory, even this small structure to their life, that can I go for 30 days and have some structure in my life? Can I have some discipline in my life for 30 days? Can I put a goal for 30 days and stick to this goal? Even this small victory is something which is very important for them. It's something that they probably haven't done before. They've never tried to use <coughs> some discipline to achieve something. And this is how I understand them having all these uh, profound changes. Are they placebo? They might very well be placebo. <coughs> But it doesn't matter at the end of the day. If you feel more attractive, if you feel more disciplined, if you feel more energetic, if you feel more charismatic, which is the main claims they make, then it means that you have, if we want to talk about uh, uh, our language, you have slightly higher self-esteem. That now you see yourself as slightly more capable. Why? Because you have achieved something. Because you've seen that you've you've scored a victory, even if it's a victory to abstain from porn or to abstain from something that in the past you couldn't abstain. That, this is why I'm sympathetic because of the context of so many people, how they enter this thing with the, oh, I'm a loser. I've never done anything in my life. I've never finished anything in my life, but this is, I'm gonna actually do it. I'm gonna stick to the plan 30, 90, whatever okay. days. That's great. That's also a different context. So I think context is truth here. And yeah, when you demonstrate that you have mental control over your life, which working out when you have a decent body, a body mm -hmm. that you approve of, you prove to yourself every day, I have discipline enough to do this. It increases your self-esteem. It does in every aspect of your life. It's, a, it's one of the great things that Rand was able to introduce into the moral universe. Uh, but that's a distinct thing from the things that I'm talking about. If, somebody's, if somebody is out of control, They're compulsive about masturbation. They're using it as a as a, a, a neurotic release because they're not doing something productive or in lieu of doing something productive. Then yes, that can be incredibly self-esteem building to stop that behavior because it's not healthy, right? There's healthy dynamics to masturbation and there's unhealthy. There's healthy use of pornography and there's extremely unhealthy. And, and the part that builds the self-esteem is knowing that you have conscious control over what you do. And, and, the, and, and, and the example, something about, there's something about Mary example that I used, which I'm sure lots of men in their 20s have gone through, <laughs> minus the, the snafu at the end. Um, that is also a, a demonstration of your control of yourself and your desire to make the, the, uh, 
the engagement with that other person as conscious and as conscientious as possible without surrendering, surrendering to impulses that might take you in directions that you think won't be helpful to you. Yeah, I think uh, d different people, like everyone needs to look at their own life and, in, and introspect because different people are just that. They're different. You know, like I'm reminded of um, my younger days when I used to smoke marijuana. Um, I know like for me, when I would smoke weed, I wanted to be alone and just be alone with my own paranoia. And the last thing I was going to do was go talk to girls or anything like that. Whereas other guys, they can smoke a joint and all they do is hit on girls. And I, like looking back, I missed out on a lot of romantic sexual opportunities in life because I because of my marijuana use. But other guys, like I said, marijuana does not um, hamper their charisma at all in that way. Maybe similarly with masturbating, like masturbation, like uh, one guy does it before a date and it kind of uh, makes him weird and and detached. Another guy like Mark can do it twice before a date and it and has a great time. So maybe that's kind of part of uh, everyone in, in long story short, everyone look at yourself and figure out is is masturbating at the amount I am helping me in life with who I want to be. So I, I really it's until you learn the Kama Sutra. I think it's uh, it's it can be a help for somebody who's young. Anyway, go ahead. Nikos. Yeah, and that's that's where the semen retention discussion mostly mostly comes in. But again, this is a different discussion. So I had kind of this revelation while Raga was speaking that a good philosophy helps you so much not be rationalistic and understanding these discussions in the proper in their proper sense. So what you said, what's the context of your life? Again, if there is a context that no hub could be of value. And because you are detached from things like you should do this or you should not do this, or if you masturbate, you're going to have hair in your hands or whatever are, you know, the, the grandmothers were telling uh, the kids in religious settings. It helps you put it within a particular context. But within the context of how I see it and why I see it being helpful to many people, this is why I'm cautious, kind of sympathetic to this uh, to this movement. There's nothing there against sex. There's nothing there against pleasure. It is just a different path towards discipline. And I see this need for discipline to be so desperate in so many people that I think that even if they start with this, even if they start with no up and they have a W, they have a win on that, good for them. And that's all I had to say. Oh, also, uh, there's... the. There's been a tradition that says that abstaining from sex boosts your energy. There's an urban myth that Mike Tyson abstained for everything for actually years when he was uh, when he was fighting. Although this is it's questionable whether it happened. So both things. So some teams, for example, allow the girlfriends and wives to stay with the players in the hotel before important games. Other coaches, other managers, other teams say, uh, no, you shouldn't because you're going to take uh, energy out of them. It's how the Rockies uh, coach tells him women weaken the leg or something like that. So the, 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 jury, is, the jury is literally out and uh, science is still conflicted on, on this topic. 
Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, we've gotten to know Nikos in a whole new way today. He says he doesn't enjoy the sport. And suddenly I understand why he has time to read all these books. He can <laughs> go from being a, a communist to an objectivist in the same few years. Like he's uh, he's got all this time on his hand and he has perfect vision. I might add I'm wearing glasses. Mark's wearing glasses. Nikos over there can probably see 2020 uh, because, you know, we're referring here to the old, um, you know, the old uh, myth, right? That that masturbating is bad for your vision. Um, but on a serious note, like I, I think for a lot of younger people, people who grew up with the internet and all this access to endless pornography, I think a movement like this definitely has something positive to abstract for a lot of people because the instant gratification is like, um, is just something that people grew up with. And now the, just like with food, you know, there was a time in history when like turning away a meal would be, mean you're crazy. Everyone was, was starving, but but these days, like the the uh, the challenge is don't eat too much. Right. Don't eat too unhealthy. Like you got to you got to like discipline is the name of the game these days. And I think similarly with maybe masturbation or and or pornography, stuff like that. Some people even sex is that thing. They're they're just very good at getting it uh, every day and they need to kind of walk it back a bit and decide, like, is this the life I want? So it's it's all about kind of who you are and what, what it is you're, you're hoping to get out of life. You need to be motivated by something positive, I say. Sure. What does our audience say about all this? Let's see. We got a whole lot of uh, dialogue happening in the chat today. First, we got um, a lot of members commenting. Thank you for being members. Robert with $5 say, shouldn't chat be platonic? Is super chat paying for chat immoral? Now I feel so dirty. Uh, Robert again <laughs> says, seriously, though, self-control good, abstinence bad. Um, Ali, that's a good way of saying it. Mm -hmm. Abstinence, abstinence, bad, self-control, good. Yeah. But like Mark, I mean, we've talked about abstinence from alcohol, right? Like you quit drinking altogether as have sure. I. So isn't that, isn't, isn't, shouldn't we be drinking in moderation? If that's, uh, if that's like oh, the, I think? I think that we abstain is, is a, an act of self-control. I, 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 abstinence qua abstinence, I think is not. A goal for for anything i think it, it all depends upon your context so we're we're expressing self-control and uh, a reasoned approach to particular substances which but not for, for the sake of self-control so practicing self-control makes sense but there's a higher there's a reason why you do this so let me put it this way if someone does not enjoy for whatever reason masturbation and after doing the act they don't feel better then i wouldn't i wouldn't rule out abstinence i wouldn't say abstinence is bad again go talk to your doctor whatever i don't know what science says uh, about uh, about this but let's say there's no scientific problem if you abstain there might be a context that even abstinence is good if the if after that you don't feel better you don't feel more energized and you don't feel uh, more uh, whatever you should feel then why not uh, even uh, abstain if it makes sense within the context of one's life? Uh, Ali has been a member for six months and she says, Nikos, what's the moral status of me for using a freebie to talk about masturbation, the sacredness of it all? I had to censor to send, lol. <laughs> uh, I'll take that silence as uh, I don't know. Roland with 499 says, I'm trying to put my finger on the issue, but it's a hard one. See what he did there. Uh, Ali with $2 says this episode shows the chat, how we're five laughing my butt off. 
Uh, Mary Lean has been a member for six months and says, looking at the NoFap website, their primary focus is on temporarily giving up masturbation as part of ending a porn addiction. If I spell it out, I can't post it. Oh, sounds like big tech is censoring us. And that's the way of the left. Uh, Mary <laughs> no, yeah, there, there, there's been a, a big part of it is a reaction against uh, against porn. And there's I there's almost okay, I don't want to say consensus. There's good argument, there's a good argument to be said that porn is very easy to become addictive to someone. So for some people, going cold turkey not only with porn, but also with masturbation, it helps. So Again, more power to these people if by doing this, they get more, quote, empowered and their life becomes better. Uh, Marilene with $4. Thank you for that. Marilene with $5 says the NoFap website also emphasizes that they want to keep the government out. Porn addiction should be handled without legislation until there is crime. Good. Uh, Ali with $5 says, I felt like I learned about all three of you in a whole new way, lol. <laughs> This has been a great episode. Balls to the walls here. I can't stop laughing. Well, that's nice. Uh, not another guitar channel with five Australian dollars says, I'm out. Uh, Francis Elekron with 20 Turkish liras says, my favorite trio. And what a topic. Well, that was nice of you to say. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, so I think pornography is like a, an episode of its own. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's a tough one. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's, what is easy is to just be absolutist and say, yes, it's perfectly nothing wrong with it or none of it should exist, but it's, it's much more difficult to be rational about something so complex. Uh, but definitely, uh, if people are, uh, if young men watching this feel that they've been, uh, masturbating their life away, fapping their life away, I would say definitely, uh, put the porn away, you know? that's kind of probably a good sort of step in the right direction. And um, like, you know, don't make it so easy. Uh, Francis with an, oh no, that's a, we already read that one. Yeah. Any other thoughts you guys have or, uh, or what? No, yeah. Again, uh, I think it's your life is the context for whether or not something is good. And you, and if porn is an addiction and masturbation is addiction, it's distracting you from your life. Then this movement is probably a good thing to latch on to to get you back on in the sense that you have control over your actions and that will have that virtuous cycle effect of making you feel uh, more self-esteem and more efficacious in the world. So uh, we measure everything by the way it affects our life, the good or bad for uh, uh, our life individually. Yeah, I and think having, having a goal in your life can be very, very re not reassuring rewarding can be very yeah. rewarding so even if even if you start by this small goal and this small win it's it can put you in a in a good path yeah there's this kind of like eastern sort of thing that like views like self-control as like an end in itself you know and to be perfectly zen and, and in control of your own urges is the goal but like but but why so the idea is to have some things you want in reality and then if getting those, if getting there requires you to control your urges, then I would say then you're doing the right thing in controlling your urges. Um, so, yeah, it's all about kind of what you want out of life. And one one last thought I have, if I may, you know, it's been said that when you're young, philosophy is a promissory note. You know, when you're young, 
um, philosophy is basically telling you straight up things that you haven't really learned firsthand yet. But as you get older, you, you realize, oh, yeah, that's true. You know, honesty is better than dishonesty, um, et cetera. And I would say the same is true really for masturbation. You know, when you're young, you're, you, you, you don't really know yet what you're capable of. You don't know who you're like, how good you can be at going out there and and attracting somebody great. So it's sort of you're sort of fantasizing when you're young. But as you get older, um, it's less of a fantasy and more of an affirmation of the facts in your life and in your experience. Isn't That's that an impressive thought? statement? I'm a See? very impressive man. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I like how my our best, uh, my best, uh, deepest thoughts came on today's uh, topic. Yeah, Mark. It looked like oh, I, mean, I think it's also a way of learning your body, you know, and and that can help you with a partner down the line too. Yeah, yeah. If you if you use it for practice and to become better, then okay, then you have my sanction. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for watching us today. I think you all know what to do as soon as the episode ends. So uh, have fun with that. Um, coming up today at 10 p.m. UK time, it's Life on Earth with Robert Nasser on the topic is living the ideas on joyfulness. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for a great conversation. And um, we'll be back tomorrow, hopefully, with a brand new topic here on The Daily Objective. Thank you and goodbye. Peace.